Thanks for listening to this segment of the Beyond the Game program. We do hope you enjoy it. Just a reminder that the show is listener-supported. Your financial gifts and prayerful support are critical in helping us air this program and bringing the gospel to thousands of people around the world through Sports Talk Radio. Find out more at our website, btgprogram.com. And once again, thanks for listening. Welcome back into the show. I'm Rick Benson. Across the studio from me is Zach Barletta. Jason Romano is the host of the Sports Spectrum podcast. The one-time producer with ESPN is also the author of the book, Live to Forgive. And he'll be in town next Saturday, April 21st, for the Men's Courage Conference at Open Door Baptist Church in Chile. We welcome him back into the program via the BTG studio line. Thanks, Jason, for coming on, and good to talk to you again. Great to talk to you, Rick. Thanks for having me back on. Appreciate it. Well, bring us up to speed a little bit. The book has been out a few months now, and from what I see on Facebook, you've been all over doing some book signings, different appearances. How's the book been received, and how's the touring going for you? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing to call it a tour, um, which I'm not, uh, I wouldn't call it that, but that's what it is in many ways when you're going around and speaking about your book. Uh, it's been going very well. Uh, I'm all, every time I speak or I share about my story or I hear someone who's read the book and they're encouraged by it or it's really helped them in their relationship or it's challenged them or, you know, even just it's made them think, okay, I, I might have to explore this in my life, even though I wasn't thinking about this. Man, that's what that's when you just look at what God has done and, and just praise him because uh, it's been a really, really uh, encouraging experience for me and just a real joy to be able to kind of go to these different places all across the country, really share about forgiveness um, and just see the need and then what I would call the epidemic in many ways that exists in this country when it comes to unforgiveness. So it's been really it's been really a blast to be a part of. The book goes into some very personal accounts of your relationship with your dad and his dealing with alcoholism. What have people been saying to you about their own experiences? I imagine many people have had similar experiences. I, I did, too. When I'm reading through the book, I could relate with some of the stories you were telling. I'm wondering if your openness has been a help to others. Yeah, it really has. Uh, I was at a church right around uh, a month ago or so, a month and a half ago in Connecticut here, about 40 minutes from my house, and I was speaking, and I had a 19-year-old uh, college kid come up to me, you know, and he just said, Jason, you don't know what this means by you speaking that I really needed to hear that. I'm struggling with forgiving my grandfather. And then he just went into the idea of, you know, he said he didn't have any money and they were selling books. And I said, here, take a book. I said, but you have to promise to read it and then give it to your grandfather. And he did. And he called, he got back to me and told me that it's helped him be able to go up to his grandfather and forgive him. I don't know what he was forgiving him for. Uh, my assumption would, it would be it was something similar to what I went through with my own dad. But just the idea that a book and just telling a story of this little guy and his dad from Ravina, New York, would help somebody else in their own relationship be able to heal and to mend is pretty amazing to me. Uh, and I've heard so many more stories from people, just that Me Too sort of motto of coming up to me and saying, I have a, I, your story is my story. I have the same I'm going through the same thing that you're going through or went through. And, you know, when that happens, that's when we can really start to heal and really start to enter into a place where we can be open and transparent about what we're going through. Because so many people live in this secretive bubble 
that they think that they're the only ones going through what they're going through. And when I'm, I've noticed when I share or when the book is, is shared with someone and they read it, it allows them to come out of that bubble and say, you know what, I'm not the only one going through this. There's others going through this as well. And there's hope to be found in the freedom that is forgiveness. So you'll be up in our area next Saturday speaking at Open Door Baptist Church in Chilai. I've heard the tagline used promoting your appearance, let Jesus put courage in you. Can you talk about that a minute and sort of give our listeners maybe a little bit of what they can expect to hear if they go? Yeah, I'm very excited. It's Saturday, April 21st, Open Door Baptist Church in Chilai, and it's going to be a conference for men uh, about courage. And I'm going to be focusing myself on two specific areas of courage. The first would be courage to forgive, which we've been talking about, and the idea of what it means to live to forgive and how courage plays a role in that, because there is there is a, a lesson, I think, in courage, even though I don't think I'm courageous by any means. I do think when people enter into a place to forgive, that there is a lot of courage in that. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. And then it's the courage to um, be open as a man of faith in the workplace. So courage in the workplace. What does that look like to go to your workplace as a man of faith, a man of God, and live out your faith in the workplace? And that takes a lot of courage, in my, in my opinion, to be open and transparent, again, about what you believe and taking that into the workplace. So I share a little bit of my experience at ESPN and what that was like being a believer in Christ and working at such a large company like ESPN. And then I offer some, some basic practical ideas and thoughts and even some questions I leave with them to take with them uh, in their own lives to kind of instill that into their, their walk, wherever they are, whether it's their job, their family, their relationships, whatever it is. Um, I think there'll be some good takeaways with this. We're talking with Jason Romano, author of the book Live to Forgive. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Romano. Let's go back a few years. You, you mentioned the workplace, and some listeners may be new to our program, perhaps have not heard you on our show before. You were with ESPN for a number of years, working on popular shows like Mike and Mike, a, a G, dream job, as I've heard you refer to it. But you walked away from that to follow God's call into ministry. Was there a particular verse, or how, what was it that he used to pr press upon you uh, that you knew for sure where God was leading you? a great question. I don't know if I have an exact verse. I mean, one of my life verses is Proverbs 3.5, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And then 3.6 is in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so that's been a light verse for me anyways. Um, and that verse probably played a large role in me trusting in God and knowing that my understanding is that I don't want to ruffle the feathers. You know, if I was controlling my life, the dream job at ESPN would stay that way. Uh, and that's where I would have stayed and it would have been comfortable and, you know, earned a paycheck and, and stayed and everything would have been fine. But we not on your own understanding, right? So all of a sudden in my spirit, I'm thinking, okay, it's time to go. I want to do more for you, Lord. What does that look like? And, you know, the second part of that verse is in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so I really just try to focus my life on him, pursuing him, being patient in this process, trying to figure out exactly what the Lord's plan was. And he directed my steps um, to leave ESPN in uh, February of 2017, about 14 months ago, and pursue a calling to, to do more for him in ministry. 
And yes, I'm doing things still in that realm of what I was doing at ESPN. I'm teaching on a webinar on April 26th. I'm breaking into the broadcasting business and what that looks like. So I'm still doing things in that space. But all of what I do is now ministry, especially it's always been that way, but especially now that I'm able to work in a sports spectrum, to write a book, to share stories in churches and in conferences across the country and really live out that calling that I believe the place has, the Lord has placed on my life. So that's kind of where it was. That Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 verse, though, has always stuck with me, and it, it hasn't failed me yet and continues to be the verse that I lean on. You've been hosting the Sports Spectrum podcast and have talked with many athletes who have told some terrific stories. Has there been one in particular that you've enjoyed the most, whether that be one story or a particular athlete that you've enjoyed talking to? You know, recently, um, I mean, we we're about to reach uh, just about 100 episodes on the podcast, which is a nice milestone. Yeah, congratulations. And, uh, so thank you. And I'm so proud of that um, from the perspective of Ford Spectrum being willing to take a chance uh, and try this uh, new model to reach people. And we've had 100, almost 200,000 downloads of the podcast and just reaching a lot of people with these stories. Uh, but recently we had a podcast about a month and a half ago or so with the rapper, the Christian rapper, Andy Minio, and the Eagles, well, he's now with the Bears, but at the time, the Eagles tight end, Trey Burton. Um, Trey, of course, is the guy who caught, who threw the, the Philly special play to Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. And I sat down, I was at a conference where both of them were, were at and their friends, Andy and Trey. So we sat down and we just did a podcast together. Um, there wasn't a lot of prep. There wasn't a lot of um, sort of pre-planned topics or anything. We just started talking, and I, I had a few questions here and there, but I really wasn't sure where the direction was going to go. And suddenly it really took a turn to a place where it was uh, a discussion about addiction, a discussion about boundaries, about um, pornography, and some really deep you know, struggles that both guys had had. And being a public figure, traveling a lot, being on the road, um, Andy Minio, for example, made sure he sets boundaries in his life as he travels and does concerts across the country um, to make sure that he never stays by himself in a hotel room mm. just for accountability purposes, yeah, um, which idea. is actually something I'm doing when I come to Rochester. That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing my friend Sean with me as an accountability. Uh, I, I don't mind going places by myself, but I just, uh, my heart is cold just like everybody else's. We're, we're full of sin and I don't want those temptations to come. And having an accountability partner there is important for me, and it's it's something I actually learned from Andy um, when he told that story. So Andy Minio and Trey Burton both were talking about that idea of being accountable to each other, having you know boundaries set in place so that the temptations, when they come, because they are going to come, we're human. Um, you can you can kind of conquer those uh, both through faith and prayer in Christ, but also through having accountability with people who are around you. So. I really enjoyed that podcast immensely of the ones I've done over the last, say, two months. Once again, we're talking with Jason Romano, and you can meet Jason in person next Saturday, April 21st, at the Men's Conference at Open Door Baptist Church in Chile. On Twitter, it's at Jason Romano. You've shared this with us before, but could you share with us how you first came to Christ and how he's impacted your life since knowing him? I, I would love to. Uh, it's been Mother's Day of 2001 was the day I said yes to the Lord. So it's going to be 17 years coming up here um, in, in May. And uh, it's hard to think that it's been that long now. But 
I grew up Catholic, and I was in a situation where I went to church occasionally as a kid, but I didn't really have a relationship with the Lord or even know what that meant. Uh, my grandfather was great in, in taking us to church, Catholic church, and I really loved his um, his heart because he was dedicated to it, and he wanted to make sure that we were there with him when, when he could bring us. But it wasn't until I was 27 years old until I finally heard the gospel for the first time, um, which is sad to say, I guess, when you go to a church, but you don't really hear the gospel. But it wasn't until my brother Chris uh, became a Christian in 1998 and lived that life and walked that walk for a few years until my heart started to soften, and he saw an opening and finally just shared the gospel with me. He told me who Christ was. He told me what God had done for us, what salvation meant, why we couldn't earn our way into heaven, um, why our good works, even though they are good works from the world's perspective, are not good works from Christ's perspective because they don't matter in a lot of ways. We should be producing good works, but that's not what gets you to heaven. So when I finally learned that uh, and grasped that, I was all in. And that's kind of where it came from. It was just just this great moment with my brother, uh, my younger brother, just taking the time to love me enough to share this good news with me. And uh, I always appreciate and grateful, eternally grateful, obviously, to him doing that for me. And uh, my relationship with Christ is now everything. It really is. It's the center of my life. It's... Um, it's how I model everything that I live and do um, through that lens, through Jesus. And um, he has saved me in, uh, in ways that I could have never imagined, not just for eternity, but just in the way that he's used uh, my life, my basic normal person's life, and impacted so many. And uh, he's also allowed me to lead my household and be a spiritual leader to both my wife and my daughter. And get them into church and help them to, you know, walk with the Lord. And, and you know, again, it's all a trickle-down effect. And it's such a wonderful blessing, uh, and I'm, I'm truly grateful for it. We're on the phone with Jason Romano, author of the book Live to Forgive and host of the Sports Spectrum podcast. You know we always like to ask our guests this, so what can we pray for you about? You know, it's funny uh, you asked this because I was actually texting with a friend this morning, Rick, about, just we were talking back and forth. He was asking me how you're doing and all this other stuff. And then I said, um, you know, the one thing that's been thinking of, that I've been thinking about a lot is getting caught up in trying to achieve more. If that makes sense, trying to um, get more sales for the book and more exposure for the book and more speaking opportunities and more listeners on the podcast, like. I'm, I know that it's all good and, and great that these opportunities are coming, but I'm trying to not be caught up in the temptation of wanting more or achieving more. So you could pray for me to just trusting God, you know, it's trusting in the Lord with my heart and not leaning on my own understanding. It's really putting my faith in him to know that if he wants a million people to see your book or hear your story or listen to your podcast, he'll do it. And if he wants a thousand, then that's good too. And to just be content in all situations. And because uh, I'm a sports guy, I'm an I'm achievement guy, and you know, I like results. I like to go after things and, and set goals and accomplish them, both in my job. And, and so that's been a real, I don't want to say a struggle, but kind of a push pull type thing with me over the last few months. Well, I thought you did a terrific job with the book. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, boy, I tell you, I went from 
just having real empathy and trying to put myself in your shoes when you told that account of when you're at work and your dad kept calling and I thought, wow, what, what, what a thing. And, and then you went on to talk about boundaries and, and, and that was real enlightening to me. But then on the other side of things, you talked about your friendship with Daryl Strawberry and how he remembered such details, rather minor details about you individually. And it was just, well, it was tender is what it was. So it, great job with the book. Yeah, thank you. It's um, It's been, again, something I never planned on, something that I never thought would happen. But again, my dad said it, if it can help one person, you got to write it. And so that's why we wrote it. And now we're really seeing that uh, that God has been using this story to help others. And that's been wonderful. So. Well, and man, before we let you go, can you take a minute and tell people how they can get a copy of your book and, and how they can keep up with Sports Spectrum? I would love to. Yeah, I mean, we'll be, we'll have books next week in Rochester um, at the event in um, in Chile. So that's a, what's one place, uh, and I'll be there, and I'll certainly sign them if you would like me to. Um, but for now, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it um, on my website, jasonromano.com. Um, there's an area that says book, and you just click on that, and that'll take you to the place where you can order it from the publisher. Um, so, yeah, those are the two best places, and certainly in person next week. At the men's event, I'll be there as well, and we'll have some books there too. And the Sports Spectrum podcast is sportspectrum.com? You can go to sportspectrum.com, or you can also go to um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, and just search Sports Spectrum, and the podcast will be right there, um, right there waiting. So, yeah, it'll be great. Jason, thanks for talking with us. Um, hope you have a great time here in Rochester. Make sure they take you out for a garbage plate. <laughs> I love the garbage plates, Rick. I'm all in. Thanks, buddy. We've been talking with Jason Romano, probably had his dream job with ESPN, walked away from it to follow God's calling on his life. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jason Romano. Come on back. I'm Rick Benson. He's Zach Barletta. This is the Beyond the Game program. <laughs>